In the world of comic books, combining two famous universes can be both exciting and uncertain. Everyone knows about Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe, but this isn't the only time Mortal Kombat and DC has been set to collide. Welcome to another Tarkat and Bysides episode. I'm your host, the Mortal Kombat fan Tim. And I'm Yanni. Today, we'll be exploring Mortal Kombat and DC being more than just a video game and one-shot comic, but an entirely new franchise. With proposed plans dating all the way up to last year, we get a look into what could have been. We'll explore the dynamics of the proposed plans and unravel a tale that blends the creative and corporate hurdles at Warner Brothers. Now, before we get too far into today's Buy Size episode, I would like to mention that we still have a lot of G Fuel that we are giving away to you guys. And we also have this G Fuel box set. So if you would like a chance to win any G Fuel, stick around to the end of the credits where I'll explain how we're giving this away. To appreciate the significance of the proposed integration, it's first essential to understand the context of the comic book industry. National Allied Publications, which later became DC Comics, was founded in 1934. NAP was at the time owned by Kinney National. Kinney National then acquired Warner Brothers' parent company, Warner Brothers Seven Arts, in 1969. Following the acquisition, Kinney National reorganized its assets, and the remaining company, which included Warner Brothers and DC Comics, was renamed Warner Communications in 1972. This is the same Warner Brothers, which is now known as Warner Brothers Discovery and currently owns NetherRealm Studios, the parent company of Mortal Kombat. For more information on the history of NetherRealm Studios, be sure to view our previous Buy Size episodes. Comic book writer Gail Simone, renowned for her work on DC Comics series like Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman, has earned acclaim for a distinctive voice, complex characters, and willingness to push creative boundaries. However, no career is without its share of criticisms. Simona has faced both praise and scrutiny for her writing style and storytelling choices. She recently unveiled during a Twitter thread that she had an encounter with Dan Didio at San Diego Comic-Con, which could have changed the course of Mortal Kombat forever. At the San Diego Comic-Con, Simone was shown a list of Warner Brothers properties ripe for adaptation. This list promised not just comic book adaptations, but a potential gateway to breathe new life into DC Comics by tapping into diverse genres and existing fan bases. Simone's tweets showed just how big the opportunity was. Dan Didio told Simone that this list could do something for DC that hadn't really been the case in a long time. It could open up a ton of genres for already popular IP. This list could have revolutionized DC's storytelling landscape and impacted the future of Mortal Kombat. Before delving into the specifics of the proposal, it's important to recognize the Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe video game released in 2008. This crossover marked the first significant interaction between the Mortal Kombat and DC comic characters. The game set a precedent for the potential synergy between the two universes, featuring epic battles between iconic characters like Scorpion and Batman, something which would later help NetherRealm Studios be able to release such games as Injustice. Simone acknowledges this crossover in her tweets, stating that there had already been interaction in the Mortal Kombat Injustice games. The groundwork for a fusion had been laid out, but Simone's vision aimed for a more profound integration, bringing Mortal Kombat into the fabric of the DC Universe itself. Now, back to the list in Gail Simone's plans. During that momentous lunch meeting with Dan Didio at San Diego Comic-Con, Didio, armed with a list of Warner Brothers properties, aimed to leverage established fan bases for new reader sales. A strategy reminiscent of Marvel's success with Star Wars in the late 70s. The list was nothing short of staggering as Simone stated in her own tweets. Various Bugs Bunny type things, but the list just went on and on and on. Things like the Three Stooges and tons of toy lines and action movie franchises. 
It was an incredible list. It presented an incredible array of possibilities, each with its unique potential. Warner Brothers' ownership didn't guarantee publication rights, but it did facilitate the process. There would still be rights issues, but it would make it a lot easier. And additionally, the fun thing was, whatever we chose, we would likely be able to put it in the DCU proper, which was mind-blowing. Dan Didio challenged Simone to select a property from the list for adaptation into comics, with the promise that the chosen IP could potentially find a place within the shared fabric of the DC universe. He asked me to look at the list and pick something I wanted to do. I chose immediately, but asked if I could take a copy of the list to look over, and that was an absolute no for confidentiality. The intrigue highlighted as Simone delved into her selection process. But it didn't matter. I'd already chosen. But I took a couple of days to think, and I chose Mortal Kombat. Her decision was driven not just by the massive fan base of Mortal Kombat, but also by a strategic vision for both franchises. Simone's grand plan involved bringing Mortal Kombat's characters and mythology into the DC Universe, akin to the integration of characters such as Peacemaker in the past. She envisioned a comprehensive exploration of Mortal Kombat's, what she would call, confusing lore through an ongoing series aiming to provide clarity to fans. But MK's lore is a bit confusing, and they don't have a clear timeline or didn't at the time. A regular comic could cement the lore. The prospect of incorporating martial artists and gods into the DCU excited Simone, who saw it as an opportunity to enrich DC's storytelling tapestry. I felt it would have been a real addition to the DCU, and also a chance for MK to tell big lore stories. The proposal extended beyond a mere crossover, with plans for a 12-issue maxi-series and three resulting spin-offs. Simone even hinted at the narrative potential envisioning an annual fighting tournament for the various realms. That could elevate the coolness factor of the DCU. DC's martial arts lore seemed less fully realized than Marvel's to me. There are exceptions, but it was just a spot that could be bigger. And mostly by virtue of books like Thor and Hercules, Marvel seemed to have a lot more integrated god mythology than DC. DC had a lot of cool stuff, but they weren't necessarily part of the fabric in the way that Odin, Loki, Sif, etc. were for Marvel. However, the excitement and ambition of Simone's proposal met an unfortunate fate. Despite a year of dedicated work, the project fell through due to what Simone described as simple corporate stuff. The dream of witnessing Mortal Kombat seamlessly integrated into the DC Universe remained unrealized, leaving Simone with a year's worth of work and a lingering sense of what might have been. If it had worked... If DC had had even a few hit books featuring WB properties, it could have added entirely new readerships. People who love monsters or action movies or all the other genres they had access to, potentially. The vision of Mortal Kombat becoming an integral part of the DCU with its unique characters and rich lore faded away, leaving behind a tale of creative ambition thwarted by the intricacies of the corporate world. Yet, as this story unfolds, we begin to see the cracks in the seemingly perfect plan. Gail Simone isn't the only one to propose integrating Mortal Kombat into the DC Universe. Mortal Kombat Legends writer and previous Romecast guest Jeremy Adams revealed in a recent interview with ComicBook.com his pitch for a Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe animated movie. In recent years, Mortal Kombat's presence expanded into the animated medium with movies like Scorpion's Revenge, Battle of the Realms, and Snowblind. Adams, the writer behind these titles and multiple DC animated movies, unveiled that he once pitched a Mortal Kombat vs. DC crossover to Warner Brothers. 
Despite the success of the previous movies, Adams indicated that not only was he rebuffed by the studio, but he doesn't believe there's interest in producing further Mortal Kombat animated movies after Mortal Kombat Legends Cage Match. This revelation adds a new layer to the what-if scenario of Mortal Kombat in the DC Universe. While Adams pitched the idea of a crossover animated movie, it faced rejection from the studio. The success of Mortal Kombat Legends movies and the Injustice animated movie suggest an appetite for such crossovers, but it seems the studio's current stance is uncertain. The continuous crossovers in games between Mortal Kombat and Injustice, where characters from each franchise make appearances, have established a narrative thread connecting these universes. However, the rejection of Adam's pitch leaves fans wondering if a full-fledged Mortal Kombat vs. DC animated movie could ever be on the horizon. As we explore the dynamics of these potential crossovers, it's clear that the intersections of Mortal Kombat and DC Comics remains a realm of unrealized possibilities. The rejection of Adam's pitch echoes the fate of Gail Simone's ambitious plan. When we think about Gail Simone's plan for Mortal Kombat in the DC Universe, it becomes evident that while her enthusiasm for the project was palpable, Questions arise about her understanding of Mortal Kombat's intricate lore. Simone openly admitted, But MK's lore is a bit confusing, and they don't have a clear timeline. Or didn't at the time. A regular comic could cement the lore. Herein lies a critical juncture in Simone's vision. Mortal Kombat, known for its extensive lore, features a rich tapestry of interconnected stories, diverse realms, and detailed character backstories. Contrary to Simone's perception of confusion, Mortal Kombat's lore is meticulously crafted with a central storyline providing a clear narrative backbone. The confusion Simone referred to might stem from the abundance of character-specific backstories, but the main narrative has always been accessible. Simone's proposal to cement the lore raises questions about the direction in which she might have taken the franchise. Mortal Kombat, celebrated for its established narrative depth, has never really required a complete overhaul of its lore. Instead, it has demanded a nuanced approach that respects and builds upon the existing intricacies. Moreover, Simone's acknowledgement of Mortal Kombat's lore being confusing prompts reflection on the potential implications for the franchise. Mortal Kombat has always been revered for its intricate storytelling and character development. Would Simone's vision align with the expectations of Mortal Kombat fans, or could it risk oversimplifying the narrative and diluting the essence of what makes Mortal Kombat unique? Simone's past works have faced criticisms particularly in terms of storytelling choices and characterizations. This would have most likely left fans of the franchise debating whether her approach aligned with the discerning readership of both Mortal Kombat and DC Comics. The intricate lore of Mortal Kombat, rather than posing a hindrance, has been a source of fascination for fans who appreciate the detailed world building and character histories. Additionally, in an era where the inclusion of politicized storylines is a point of contention in various media, it raises the question of whether Mortal Kombat, under Simone's direction, might lean toward being perceived as woke. Would Simone's approach to storytelling involve injecting political themes? And if so, how would it resonate with Mortal Kombat's traditionally diverse and politically neutral narrative? In navigating the hypothetical merger of Mortal Kombat with the DC Universe, Simone's understanding of Mortal Kombat's lore emerges as a crucial factor. The potential convergence of these two universes demands not only creative ambition, but also a deep appreciation for the source material, to ensure a seamless and authentic integration. Gail Simone's idea of combining Mortal Kombat with DC is a fascinating what-if scenario in the story of comic book history. The ambitious plan, fueled by creativity and a desire to explore uncharted territories, could have redefined the boundaries of storytelling within the DC universe. However, in hindsight, it becomes evident that challenges have loomed over this ambitious project. Simone's understanding of Mortal Kombat's lore, coupled with the criticisms she has faced in her career, raise questions about the feasibility of her seamlessly merging two distinct universes. 
What do you think? Would Gail Simone have been a good choice to integrate Mortal Kombat into the DC Universe? Let us know in the comments. The revelation of Jeremy Adams' rejected pitch for a Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe animated movie suggests a cautious approach from the studio regarding further crossovers. This rejection leaves fans wondering if Mortal Kombat and DC Comics will ever merge again as it did in 2008's Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe. Ultimately though, the collaboration of Mortal Kombat and DC is a missed potential, as fans are always hungry for more Mortal Kombat content. Eventually, the complexities of corporate decisions, right issues, and the intricacies of storytelling in well-established universes keep leading to the project's demise. Many fans would love to see more Mortal Kombat content. I know I would. But how can fans help guide this direction? The answer is simple. Make your voice heard. Leave comments while, you know, maintaining respect to let the developers, publishers, and those in charge of such circumstances know how you feel. Looking at the past, it's always been evident that NetherRealm Studios still maintain some form of influence over the fate of Mortal Kombat. Whether it be by reaching out to the creators on social media or expressing your thoughts by leaving comments and sharing this video, try and leave your input into the franchise in some manner. Let them know, would you have liked to have seen a Mortal Kombat vs. DC animated movie? Let us know your opinions in the comments, because they do shape the course Mortal Kombat takes. As we reflect on this what-if scenario, we're left contemplating what if the stars had aligned and Mortal Kombat had become an integral part of the DC Universe? The answer remains elusive, but the mere contemplation of such a merger leaves us with a sense of wonder and a reminder of the unpredictable nature of the Mortal Kombat franchise. The legacy of Gail Simone's proposal lies in its audacity and the tantalizing prospect of a crossover that could have bridged two iconic worlds once again. It serves as a testament to the ever-present tension between creative vision and the pragmatic challenges that the franchises continue to face. If you found this Strakatan Bite Size episode interesting, be sure to check out our other Bite Size videos as well as our new episodes of the Realmcast with our guest interviews and deep dive analyses. Until next time, remember, every warrior has a story and every saga a lesson. Thanks for sticking around. As I mentioned, we have a lot of G Fuel. We want to give this to you guys. This is just to show our appreciation to all of our fans for subscribing to the Realmcast. So if you're interested in winning any G Fuel between now and our next Soul Stream, leave a comment in any of our videos and we'll take all of the comments, anybody who entered the giveaway, and we will be doing a drawing. You don't have to say, I want G Fuel or anything like that. All you got to do is leave a comment. Tell us what you think about the episode. Is that simple. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we do have this collector's edition dancing dragon pack from G Fuel. I'm going to open it up just so you guys can see. It comes with this Mortal Kombat 1 Liu Kang shaker bottle, which is actually made out of aluminum. It keeps your drink cold. You can take this to the gym, it has a built in little shaker thing. So it'll shake your powders together. You can even like sit at your desk like I do, mix up your drink and sip on it while you're watching the show. And it also comes with the dancing dragon. Liu Kang G Fuel. This particular flavor is dragon fruit mango. Really good, especially if you like more of the fruity G Fuel flavors. So we have that in the collector's box. All you got to do to enter to win this is be a subscriber. Just subscribe to the Roamcast. We're going to be going through our subscribers and giving away this G Fuel during our soul stream, which if you're not familiar with that, that is our live show where we go through with our guests and interact with you guys. So just subscribe and we will announce the winner. And then just reach out to us after you've won and we'll give it to you. If you have won any of our giveaways in the past, please do reach out to us because 
we're just going to keep giving this stuff away until it's gone. And if you don't claim it, we'll probably just pass it on to the next person. So if you want some G Fuel, you want some Dancing Dragon collector's box set, let us know because we want to give this to you guys. We appreciate every single one of our fans for subscribing, for interacting with us. We'd like to hear what you guys think. So leave a comment on the video itself. Tell us what you think about it and win some G Fuel. I mentioned it before, we got four different flavors that we're going to be giving away. We have the Dancing Dragon. We have the Sub-Zero Eye Shatter. We got the Scorpion Sting Spicy Mango. And we got the Radiant Electric Strike. Th these are all the Mortal Kombat Classic 30 Edition Canisters, except the Liu Kang, which is the Mortal Kombat 1 brand new flavor Dancing Dragon. If you guys haven't tried G Fuel, this is a great opportunity to do it. It's all sugar-free. And it's been known to give gamers a little bit of an edge with increased energy, focus, endurance, and reaction speed. So it's yours. All you got to do is leave a comment and claim it. For every comment received on our YouTube channel and for every subscriber that we have, we're going to be going through and giving you a chance to win. We'll announce all the winners on our next soul stream. And like I've said, we want to give this to you guys because we want to say thank you for tuning into everything that we do here with Mortal Kombat Online. So leave a comment and subscribe and you get a chance to win some of this cool stuff that we have. So come get some G Fuel. We'll send it your way. And again, thank you guys so much for subscribing to the Roundcast. We do the show for you because we love Mortal Kombat and we want to share that with all of you.